Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. I am broadcasting to you live today from my guest bedroom. Uh, it is because we here at KSL News Radio are taking the advice that we are giving, and I am practicing social distancing. I'm going to do what I can to avoid others. I'm going to pretend as if I have. Uh, myself, this coronavirus, the advice given us is if we do just that, that we will mitigate this spread, that we uh, will save lives and that we will ultimately, through our patience and discipline, uh, defeat this coronavirus we're facing. Now, uh, one of the things that or one of the realities that this creates is that we, so many of us now are working from home and the way the world is today, we rely on the Internet to do that work. There are many Internet service providers uh, that are feeling the strain. In fact, there have been calls on on Netflix to limit uh, HD uh, delivery of videos, bring that back down to regular definition. We're not cavemen, we can't handle that. Uh, So anyway, to help me understand uh, what this burden on the internet means, uh, because I'm not a smart guy. I don't know about the internet and stuff like that. I don't know what an ISP is, but someone uh, I know does. Uh, When I first read some of the articles today about the internet feeling uh, overloaded or this uh, this new global pandemic being a test or leading to a test of the internet's capacity. I thought back to uh, the days when I was a, a producer for Doug Wright. And whenever we had internet questions or smart guy questions, uh, I would reach out to Pete Ashdown, owner of X Mission. And uh, he joins me on the line now. Uh, Pete, sir, how are you? I'm doing all right, Lee. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I got a little bit of cabin fever uh, working from home, uh, but that's all right. I'll get over it because uh, we're all facing this together. Uh, tell me, in dumb guy terms, how can I understand what the Internet is experiencing today? Well, a lot more people are using it. That's for certain. We've seen a, a bump in uh, utilization. Um, thankfully, we've got enough overhead to handle that, uh, but there may be some Internet service providers out there, uh, particularly the largest ones, that don't have that much headroom. So with uh, more people streaming, more people video conferencing, uh, more people uh, doing homework online, uh, and my my daughter is doing choir practice online, uh, that utilization is all going to go up. And uh, we, I I believe at some of the pressure points of the internet, there's there's probably not a lot of headroom left for that. Let me ask you this, and, you know, explain this like I'm a five-year-old. I, I've always presumed the internet is like an infinite resource. No, it's well, as Ted Stevens once said: it's a series of, of uh, pipes and tubes, in a virtual sense. Um, they have limits. There's only so much you can push through them, and 
Um, although those those hundred gigabit limits are impossible for a, a single household or organization to fill, um, getting up to those with thousands and tens of thousands uh, and hundreds of thousands of subscribers going across them is quite easy. Um, we aren't up around 100 gigabits. We're at X Mission. We're about 70 gigabits, um, but we're seeing peak usage, especially at night when people are home streaming and and doing Netflix. And, and Netflix is one of the largest consumers of, of bandwidth on the internet. It, it does get close to that 70 gigabit limit. You mentioned there being a trend of added usage in the evening. What does the day look like? How does the day start? And what is the what's the arc look like as it travels through the day in terms of usage? You know, as I've looked at the statistics myself, it, it seems like there's a you know maybe a five to ten percent bump over normal usage. Um, I I uh, I think that uh, our our subscriber usage at home has definitely increased versus our subscriber usage at uh, businesses um, because people are going home to telecommute. You know, our own staff at X-Mission, we've tried to get them out of the office as much as possible. Um, there are some people that need to stick around to watch the equipment, but uh, the less the better. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're seeing that bump on from, from business to home, absolutely. When I thought of you last night and I asked my producer, Amy, to give you a call, I didn't expect for the, the conversation to be a personal one, but you shared something with her uh, when you two spoke in preparation for this conversation about your own circumstance. You are working from home yourself. Uh, why is that? <laughs> because I, I'm in quarantine, unfortunately. I took a trip to London at the end of February and uh, picked up the virus. I tested positive. Um, on, uh, I got the results back on Monday. Um, I was one of the, the first people to go through the Sugar House, the University of Utah Sugar House uh, testing center. And um, although I, I think I'm pretty much over the symptoms, I, I was pretty much, uh, I had fever and, and, and the cough and, and uh, sneezing and aching starting around March 5th. Um, but I'm, I'm completely out of the woods, I believe, now. But I, I still tested positive uh, when I took the test on Sunday and, and got results on Monday. So I you mentioned that by the county to, to stay home. Um, you know, I, I was when I was sick, I was trying to stay home as much as possible from work. I did go in a few times. Um, thankfully, we haven't had any cases pop up there yet. We're holding our breath on that one, but uh, we got a few people tested. Um, but yeah, I, I tested positive, and I am seeing the benefits of telecommuting right now. You, you mentioned that you're at home with your family. Uh, how are they doing? Um, my partner, she uh, had some symptoms when we, when we were in London, and uh, but she tested. She got her test results back yesterday, and she is clear. Um, my kids uh, have thankfully not shown any symptoms at all, and, and we're being very careful about wiping down surfaces and preparing food. And uh, when I sit and watch TV with them, I sit there with a mask on. So we're being cautious about it and, and hoping for the best. Man, oh man. How else are you filling your time? I wonder about this cabin fever. I'm feeling a little bit of it myself. Uh, your circumstance a little bit different. I at least get to go outside on the commercial breaks. Uh, how are you filling your time? On the internet. I mean, that's pretty much what I do. And so it hasn't changed very much for me. I, I worked from home, from home quite a bit uh, before the outbreak. And so I'm quite used to doing this kind of thing. And, and uh, you know, as far as the kids go, we, we uh, have been watching a lot more TV. A lot more streaming TV. <laughs>
What do you think, right before you go, and I'm so sorry to hear of this news, but I'm grateful that the trajectory is good and that you feel better and that those around you uh, are tested negative or at least asymptomatic. So, uh, you know, I thoughts and prayers are with you and uh, I'm anxious to, to, to hear a good ultimate bill of good health uh, given by the doctor. But let me ask you this, uh, the, the question of Netflix and the high definition video, uh, you, you think they ought to dial that down or what do you think about those calls? Well, it's interesting because Netflix has really um, put into put together a pretty good infrastructure for handling that kind of thing. We have um, a couple of boxes that Netflix sent to us in our data center where most of the streaming comes from. So it doesn't actually travel across most of the Internet. Um, that may be different for other providers, um, but Netflix has, has worked very well with most of the providers out there and in getting those cash devices out to them. Um, it's the other streamers like Disney and HBO and um, Hulu that we have never heard anything from. And I think they're actually probably taxing the broader Internet more than Netflix, maybe. Yes, uh, Pete Ashdown, uh, grateful to you for your time here joining me uh, as you work from home and also uh, as you recover from a positive test for the coronavirus. Sir, I'm so sorry to hear that, uh, but happy to hear that things are getting better and that you are on the mend. Uh, good luck to you, and uh, maybe we'll touch base here in the near future. It's good to talk to you again, Pete. You too, Lee. Thanks for calling. All right, very good. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'll point out, too, uh, we just spoke to Pete Ashdown, uh, getting a sense of how the Internet is uh, taking all of this added usage as we work from home. Uh, also learned that he's tested positive for the coronavirus, uh, adding to the need for him to work from home and exist within a quarantine circumstance. Uh, later on in the program, we'll be speaking with uh, Utah Representative Ben McAdams, who he himself uh, has now tested positive for the coronavirus. We're gonna get some of his thoughts as he endures this virus now firsthand. Uh, that's all ahead on today's episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.